From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All these social networks and these computers okay. got these niggas walking around like they some shooters. Okay. Trying to bust maneuvers. Okay. They pussy talk that same, same shit from, from your computer. computer. Okay. Yes. Wow, 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 I wow, think wow. that I'm Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. But bitch, I'm Bobby with that I just want to say that I'm really excited that Bobby Schmurder is out of the federal prison system, that he is free, that he is back in the streets and living his life. Unfortunately, he is back to, and came back to the panoramic streets, but also, you know, hopefully yeah. he's about to get the vaccine. So he's trying safe. to be safe. They was in the club. He was like, I got a mask on. You want to drink? No, thank you. Bless. <laughs> Keep these peasants away from us. Um, Hello, everybody. But yes. Um, hey, guys. It's Girl That's Scary. And it's Jazz, the 40-ounce connoisseur. And it's Cat Daddy, y'all. And we are here to talk to you guys about the fucking mummy okay <laughs> not only just the mummy from the 1930s uh we're here to talk about the fucking mummy with brendan frazier and unfortunately tom cruise tom cruise tom cruise so we're gonna be talking about all of those fun mummy things and i feel like there should be more fun mummy movies why is there not more mummy movies well here's the thing not with just this mummy universe but just mummies as okay. a monster in all general right. i agree um, I because you know the, the I would like to see more mummy stuff, but then it's like there's only so many stories we can kind of tell with the mummy five. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, eh, I feel like you can explore that. Um, but I would you would essentially hit a wall because then you know it's at the, uh, essentially you a zombie. Um, 
And then there are a and so somebody's probably listening is like there's a whole lot of mummy movies. Yes, we're aware. But they're in the same um, universe, right? There are they are in the same universe. Um, especially if you think about those old like Universal monsters and then the spinoff films and they had like five thousand spinoffs like the yeah. mummy out here hanging out with the invisible man doing the heel toe whatever the hell they doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is also Bunny a hop. mummy. Yes, that too. Just they just doing just going on adventures type shits, Monster Squad shit. Um, the Mummy also had a remake in nineteen fifty nine. Um, I did not see that. That is on my list of things that I would like to watch in life. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you have not seen that as well. The movie from which year? From nineteen fifty nine. The Mummy. No, haven't seen that one. Okay, great. Um, but you know, I don't want to be like you seen one, you seen them all. But I would like to see majority of them. But we're just gonna touch on the one from nineteen thirty two. Like Jazz said, the whole trilogy, um, Sand Scorpion King, because that's a separate. You know, somebody's probably like Scorpion King. No, it's no. not. There's really no mummies in that movie. It's like just that. a side movie. It's like, an action movie with the Rock doing shit. Also, side note: every time I think of the Rock, I think of the time that I saw the Rock's butt in real life. Man, what? I, I went to see so, SmackDown like, and him and Stone Cold were in a fucking fight in Richmond Coliseum. Yeah. Hell, okay, yes, you can get a hell yeah. Cause hell three, yeah. Because 316 passed a few days ago. Yes. We can get a hell motherfucking yeah. Hell yeah. Crack open two brewskis and pour them out. Hey, because Stone Cold said so. I'm childish. Stone Cold is one of my favorite fucking wrestlers of all time. I love Stone Cold Steve Austin, y'all. But um, we went to that, and I think those two fought. I think it was a ladder match or something. I oh. I don't know if it was a ladder match or like, but I feel like they those two people fought. But you know, I was also eight or nine. Right. So, but I know it was The Rock with his little tidy blackies on, not tidy whiteies. He had the little black um. Uh, bikini um, bottoms and uh, they were fighting whoever was fighting movie. I feel like I said I feel like it was Stone Cold he pulled on like pulled on him but he pulled his pants out so I was like oh his pants out butch and I was like oh my god as a booty. child cause I was like that's a booty but also I had a big crush on The Rock so that man is old enough to be my father I'm not really involved um, but yeah. you know he is a good looking man yep. we'll give him that and you know he's a great wrestler fun time Versace shirts um, Lynn Smackdown on your candy ass. Uh, <laughs> Ma'am. Okay. I'm, just, I'm seeing him strut and my eyes are closed. And she I'm is. so weak. But yes, y'all, we are not talking about the Scorpion King. Although the Scorpion King does play um, into one of the movies, as you yeah. all know. There might be somebody who's listening yeah. to this I, who's not seen that. So, spoiler alert for you. Sorry for Listen. So, spoilers for The Mummy 1932, was it? Spoilers for everything at this point. I, but, you know, there's several Mummy movies that we have not seen and will not discuss. Okay. So, here it is, guys. Really quickly. Um, the overview for essentially all these movies are someone... Opens the fucking tomb. Yeah. And disturbs break, you know. someone's eternal slumber. Mm-hmm. And then you getting cursed because who the fuck wants to be woken up when they trying to sleep forever? Girl. Not me, bitch. And it sounds like a good time being sleepy fucking ever, bitch. I don't want to wake up. What the fuck? So, of course, it's going to be a plague morning. on all your houses. Like, <clears throat> not a plague on all your houses. I'm tired. But yes. So, the first one. I ain't getting no sleep because of y'all. So, y'all ain't getting no sleep because of me. <laughs> and that's it. That is how the mummy is out here ruining lives. Kathleen, please. Because I'm serious, because that's how the movies is going. And, a lot and that's times, it. And a lot of times it's like romance involved, at least for the first 
couple of movies there's mm-hmm. romance involved when you get further out there's less romance more war more you know weapons more and this is for all the movies y'all yeah Surprise. more control so if you have not seen the mummy 1932 1999 2001 the mummy returns if you have not seen like i don't know what time the um tomb of the dragon king or dragon emperor well, I'll, what okay. that that's the only it's it, okay 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 Straight to tv um what is that one the tomb of the dragon empire yeah did that go straight to tv i thought that was in the movie theater i thought it was in tnt i don't really know because i didn't go see the scorpion I'm, king or that okay one. so scorpion king was in the theaters i remember um, definitely Tomb of the Dragon Empire, I feel like that definitely went to theaters, but it was real brief because I remember thinking, girl, this doesn't need to be a thing. Um, And I was right. Uh, But, and I also thought it was interesting because they had Jet Li in it. Like, they had some really, like, high-class people. Big names. The the martial arts were some top flight. Um, But, you know, prayers up. That's really, and that was 2008. For yeah. that movie. Okay, 2008. So, like, seven years after that second The Mummy Returns situation. Um, yeah. kind of aged the yeah. up a little too far, but Girl. whatever. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, let's start with 1932. Okay. Like, this is a black and white film. It is mm-hmm. an OG. It is one of the OG Universal Monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mummy. And it is played by... Where do we have a star? Boris, Boris Karloff. He also is playing Art of, Art of Bay. Yes. He plays in a few of the old school, old school, like... Oh, yeah. They use kind of, like, the same people we were in, like, Boris Karloff is a lot of movies. Bella um, Lugosi. Bella, yeah, he's in a lot of movies. You just, you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, they... They're major play, but kind of like this. It, nothing has really changed. I mean, old Hollywood players. has like what, like you know, ten people they always use because they really be showing the show, showing the fuck up and showing the fuck out, which I completely understand. Um, the room is not diverse at all. Um, now it's probably diverse for them at the air quotes, y'all, hmm. with the time because these are not American actors. Like these are foreign actors. Um, but they're out here turning it up, getting to the UK money and the America money. I mean, you know, they're still very much white, right? Like, it's a very white cisgender to our knowledge situation. Um, but for them at their time, they're probably like, oh, okay, well, we can get money in America to cinema, blah, blah, blah. America. Yes. Um, so this movie is pretty much, um, kind of a romance story, but also like a... You woke me up just like happened. You woke me up out of my slumber. Now there's a curse. Most of the mummy movies have some kind of curse attached to them. And this to be is fair, cursed. that is cursed. I would like more curse movies. I feel like there's a lot of demons. There's a lot of slashers. There's a lot of possession and the devil specifically. What about random fucking curses? Drag me to hell had a good curse. That situation. was a good curse. Damn. That's Damn. A good curse. Got it. Even rest. the ring like is a good curse. That You're was gonna a good die curse. in seven days. Bitch, that's fucked up. I want some more, like, make a fucking curse. In six days, this is going to happen to you because this, this, What's and this happened. What's that movie? I, was it I, I, Joy or Naroy? Naroy? Is it Nora? Nora. Nora oh, Roy, Roy. that movie. I can't pronounce it. Sorry, y'all. But Apologies, y'all, but I just... Yeah, that movie is fucked up. Um, I love a curse. Gehenna, 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 Gehenna. Apologies, everybody. We'll um, just walk with there's us. There's this movie where these people go look at this property or whatever and get inside. And once you get inside, you can't pretty much can't get out. And you keep reliving the same life. Like, you, it's a cycle. Nope. So, they find somebody who's old as a bitch and look like a creature. That nigga been here forever. They, but you keep running into this shit. 
So it's like, damn, wow, this is crazy. But mm. I like that movie. I feel like it's on Amazon Prime or some shit. But me and you watched it, definitely. And we were like, I what the fuck it. is this? Yeah, it sounds like uh-huh. already wide. Like, what the hell? When I show you the cover after this, I'm like, you like, you've seen it. Yeah. You've seen this. They find a random Japanese soldier. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, no, 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 it's a curse. But also, like I said, curses are curses can be so you fucking neat you can yeah. do anything with a curse you can literally curse someone for their toes the one toe to fall off every single day that's fucked up but they ain't probably gonna die but you know every single a toe will fall off every single day or you can have a to, um a curse where all your teeth are falling out then all your hair falls out oh, you're God. aging like dr- real fast i think in warlock that's what happened like her curse was like she was aging fast. She was like, oh, I'm 40. All right, fuck it. I'm just going to put some wet seal outfits on, and I'm just going to be cute at 40. Not wet seal. <laughs> and they, he said, no, 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 you're 40 now, but tomorrow you're probably going to be 60, 70, and then you're going to be like 80, then you're going to be like 100, and then you're going to die. And then that's a fucked up curse. You're just aging rapidly. You thought you had four decades, and you really have four days. So you're fucked up. Like I, I want to watch a curse movie now, because that first, when you talk about the woman that's aging rapidly, it made me think about, um, not necessarily aging but like Ooh, thinner yes, I think about, I yes i thought about thinner a few seconds ago and then i was just thinking about how like um how we're just like okay discussing curse and how vast that fucking topic is for real we might like, add it to the list i feel like we might have done something like that but if not we about to do it anyways. we did haunted objects or like haunted places but i don't think we did specific because like, there's so you, many curses you can be cursed with the like you know, werewolf or any kind of wear situation. You could be cursed, like Jazz said, with your fucking teeth falling out, like your worst nightmares because you're stressed about something and you really ain't got no teeth. You could just be cursed, like old girl and drag me to hell. You could just really be going with going through it, and I, I'm gonna lift you yeah, up. Yeah, curse or vast. It could be on your family members, on your bloodline, the- on you. It could be on all your generations, like fucking dead silence. Like she, Mary Shaw said, "Bitch, all you hoes gonna die." So what yeah. you? I don't know what you bitches thought. I don't know if you thought I was playing, but I wasn't. Um, you, your grand, your granddaughter, your grandpa, father, your grand, everybody, grand, everybody I'm for you. Great, you're fucking dead. It's dead. You're sleeping with the fishes. Period. Um. Wow. But yeah, curses are great. We'll tap back into curses later as a separate episode. But this specific curse is the curse of the undead. This the mummy is buried, they're hanging out, they sleep, but when you wake them up, they have special powers and special shit they can do. Now that first one, they don't have the same ridiculous ass powers as the other ones, but it's yeah. still the tone, the atmosphere is very different. I can tell why somebody be scared. Yeah, nineteen thirty two watching this. Yeah, and also, yeah, I wasn't shook, but I'm like, no, somebody nineteen thirty two is definitely gonna be shook. But the atmosphere is definitely some gothic, creepy ass. I'm in the tomb. You're the it's love of my life. It's very high class Hollywood. Yeah, you're That's about to marry me. That's what I love me. about these movies. All right, now we can be undead be together. Forever. Yeah, it's always be mine forever, bruh. I don't know what it is about mummies and like creatures or vampires specifically. Forever is a long time, y'all. Forever. Forever, ever, forever, ever, ever. It's a long time. Like, eternity. Whoo, these words with unlimited time restraints. Girl. So this shit starts off with a fucking dig, as always. Niggas always trying to explore some motherfucking shit. Specifically white people. They're trying to explore some ancient Egyptian shit. And, of course, they come up on a mummy. And they're like, ooh, girl, I'm a 
just we just gonna get this mummy. We gonna inspect it. This is somebody's grave site. Do y'all go and exhume bodies in regular grave sites? Cause that's fucking weird. You know, a certain set of people really be doing that. They love doing that, um, and taking people's artifacts and claiming it as they own Smithsonian. Yeah, um, and also this is still the same curse that goes on through most of these. Is the mummy was buried alive. Um, this is Emotep again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buried alive. Apparently, and, you Emotep's know, a real person. Yes. Um, and being buried alive is really a bitch. Like, you, you finally fucking... I don't know. I just... I don't like it. But they're being buried alive. There's a curse on the motherfucking uh, casket and shit. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, ooh, girl, we gonna open the scroll. And then we gonna... We gonna fucking um, translate these symbols and read these hoes aloud. Why do y'all like to read shit aloud? Never read the book. Read it in your brain. Never read the book. First step, never read the book. Second step, if you decide to read the book and not listen, do what Jazz said. I feel like people don't practice reading it quietly to in the brain. Not mouthing the words. Just let the brain read it. Yes, don't open your mouth at all. Catch a fucking bubble. Loophole, bitch girl and i'm like because this happens in evil dead well evil dead there was a radio like they were playing the tapes yeah but somebody else was recording and reading it aloud you go further they're reading shit aloud they kind of touch on that in um what's that movie uh cabin in the woods mm -hmm. when they try to read it in their mind and then the like the inner monologue thoughts are checking in because they're the, the influence of the house and the you know the rules and the bible the book and all that other shit spoiler alert um, and they're like, well, why am I saying this out loud? Like the, the inner monologue is out. So I'm just like, oh, oh we can hear you. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> tap turn up. He's like, oh, y'all the red from the, I'm in here. I'm in the earth, bitch. Mm-hmm. What's up? How y'all doing? I see y'all got cocktails and bitches. What's up? Yeah, ma'am. Em- Boris Karloff is trying to be refined and not cocktails. Ah, not cocktails of bitches. Okay, please. And this time, like in the first one, time passes, and he's yeah. like, "Hey, y'all, I'm in here. My name is Ardath Ardoff, babe." Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, bitch, I got, I got my beat on. Like this motherfucker got full face makeup. Mm-hmm. He, he got the fancy skin popping, and then he also, now, has also he has a brown full... face. So you know, mm-hmm. listen, yeah, go on, go on there. But also, 1930s, yeah, they know. were definitely calling people nigger." the sign said no niggers that's what the signs say like if the signs specifically say that y'all know what the government gonna be like y'all know what the movie's gonna be like shit great had had the greatest nation what's that movie where all the white people and this all the black people the you know they they villainizing i can't think of something great but that came out did that come out after that after this was that 50s I what is that? My brain is made of soup, y'all. Um, I know y'all. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, cause cause I know. I know what you're talking I'm gonna about. I'm it It's gonna come to me. We're gonna go from there. I'll tweet about it Yeah, we'll figure it out. Because I know that people are listening. Like, what is this? It's this. Son of a nation. Yelling into the void. I'm so sorry. Son of a nation. Oh, wait. Is son of a nation? Son of a nation. Something of a nation. Birth of a nation. Thank you. But I don't know what year. Um, it came out probably before. Let's do the Google machine. I need to know now. Google no, machine. I need to fucking know. The Google because machine. We love the Google machine. We 
This is this movie is so fucking Eagles racist. Is oh yeah, this was nineteen fifteen. This movie's go. racist as a bitch. Um and yeah, fuck that. They movie. love taking that makeup on. Mm, yeah, but they were like, fuck it, we're not letting no motherfucking brown people in here. We're just doing it ourselves. Yeah, fuck it, we're going live. <laughs> um, so yeah, they he's in here putting fucking makeup on. Pretty much pretending to be somebody he's not fucking them, and he's in here like, "Ooh, bitch, I'm about to um, I'm about to come through here. I'm trying to uh find a bad bitch. Her name is Anoxa Namoon. That's a beautiful name. It really is. That is so beautiful. Even Namoon by itself is beautiful. I don't even know what that means, but um, they find them and dig them. Also, a real person. Yes, but that, I don't think they lived at the same time. No, uh, apparently Anoxa Namoon was like a long she came long after him yeah either way she's so bad of a bitch she transcends time because Period. motherfuckers been chasing the knocks to the moon for a long time so side note she hmm. is a bad bitch and when we see the you, later you movies that's back when i was playing yes shout out to baby mother um back when the sims was on pc sims one they had that hairstyle with the fucking blank cut bob bitch oh, I, I used that. to i used to style my fucking sim after knocks on the moon because she was a bad bitch mm-hmm. and i was like wow she's so cool i'm also i was also obsessed with ancient egyptian culture because i was like in fourth grade third grade. understandable it was a good time um anyway they pull up and it was like yeah let's pull up on a noxima wow a noxima noon a noxima noon noxin a noxin wow, we're here together it's fine i'm doing my best guys. um i can say the name i've just been drinking a that's fair that's fair um <laughs> but pretty much you know he trying to fucking Rev- he trying to revive his lover because the same thing happened in the other movie that y- a lot of y'all are probably familiar with if you haven't seen the 1930s version. These motherfuckers was doing some fucked up shit yep. and then she was like, ooh, she dead. He trying to revive her and he could not revive her. He was mummy fat alive so now he trying to revive her again. True love. We trying to be together forever. Forever, ever. Yes. Um, that's so much fun. Still in spirits throughout time. I love when we get a love story like that. I do. I I think that's what makes this movie in the next the remake special, yeah. Because of the love stories, because you actually feel like they are in love. Like, no, that I love you. Like, it feels. Yeah, they was looking at each other in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. The way they looked, like, no, they they bang with each other for real. They'll they'll risk each other's life for that. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the newer one, it's like that. It doesn't feel. Girl, I that wasn't my thoughts at all in the new one. We gonna hold on to that. Like water torture. Yes. But the same thing kind of <laughs> happens is we found a new bitch that looked like your old bitch, so you're going to kill the new bitch and turn her into your old bitch. Love that. Pretty much. Identity and, theft. Which is fucked up. What if you walking around minding your business and somebody pull up on you like, you know what? You look like somebody I fucking know. And you know what? You look like you are them. I'm going to change you into them because you I ain't look like them. That. That's not what I signed huh? up for. It's not what I signed up for. On oh, some Audrey Rose bullshit. Mm. Um, although that one was, mm, that was mm. meh. I watched that this weekend. Okay. It was mm, meh. All right. But yeah, pretty much, um, I don't even know. Does she make it? She makes it. I think she makes it. Like, I think let- she dies. Well, no, what? Matter of fact, we're gonna leave that ending out. Yeah. If you would like to see 1932, let's see where this motherfucker is. You can stream it on YouTube for three ninety nine. I do know that yeah. much. And I do think, especially if you like Universal monsters and you like black and yes. white films, yes, it's worth 
paying four bucks. Yes. You got you. Got, do you have sixteen quarters? Okay. Even if you don't, if you're able to get it from like your local library or any other situation, and I feel like there's somewhere for free that you can see it. Possibly, and a lot of these different streaming services out here show a lot of the Universal classics. There was a period where they it was available for free on YouTube um, during the panorama, like within the last sixty days. I'm not sure if they're still doing that, but there was a website that was showing a lot of Universal classics on there. Yeah, I thought um, was it Peacock. Was it one of those? It wasn't Peacock, but it was somebody else who had access to, like, Dracula, Invisible Man, um, you know, Frankenstein, et cetera, et cetera, on there. So, not sure if that's still a thing, but if you're listening to this in real time and you decide to check it out, please let us know if it's still a thing, because um, I felt like that was a super awesome resource. Cause, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking. It's YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Apple TV, Voodoo. Amazon Prime, all for the same price. So, oh, you, okay, you may have to pay for it. But I, like I said, if you like Universal movies and monster, black and white movies, and I'm like I said, Kathleen has converted me to the black and white movies. Do it because the story and the it. glamour. If you like story, if you like character centered movies, where the because char- back then they didn't have much, so the characters are doing the the actors are doing the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. They're like, girl, I need to say these lines, and they can't be stupid, because, bitch, we don't have no explosions. Yeah. We don't have no other shit. We don't, we not, niggas are big names, but movies are so new that big names are not going to carry this fucking film, bitch. Y'all better, y'all going to have to do something. You have to actually show your talent and your craft. Like, this is, this is basically, this is the father, and everything else is their sons. Like, that's, that's really all I have to tell you. Yeah. If but, you've never seen the OG, you just need to pull up on it. Pretty. Yeah, it's a good time. So, um, we're going to go ahead and segue into the actual The Mummy with Brendan Fraser, 1999. Brendan Fraser is an American uh, hero. Yes. Period. Yes, That is actually full stop. That is the sentence. And so we're here. Okay. The Mummy, 1999 with Brendan Fraser as Rick O'Connell. Okay. And let me tell y'all something. I fucking love this movie. I don't give a fuck what any of you hoes got to say. This movie is a 4.5 out of 5 to me. And you were lucky it didn't get a 5, but I watched it as an adult. So I had, to, you know, a few things. Were, mm. But I love this movie very much. It's, it's so fun, adventure, Indiana Jones-ass fucking mummy movie. It's action with a sprinkle of horror. Kind of like Blade where you're shooting up the fucking vampires. Mm-hmm. But they're vampires. This is a mummy with curses. And I love the curses. And it's still emotep in this bitch. And it's still the love for Anaxinamu. Who is a bad bitch. Um, and it's an interesting story. And I really liked it. So let's start off from halfway to beginning where we pull up with... Um, we don't even meet Brendan, uh, Rick O'Connell or Evie or any of these people first. We start off back in time. And they, they're in... Um, oops, excuse me. They're in... Uh, what what city is this? It's not Cairo. It's a city they're of the thieves. dead. Thieves. Okay. So they're I in they're here. There's a pharaoh. He got a bad bitch, Anaxuna Moon. And she has body paint over her, so can't nobody motherfucking touch her. Because if you touch her, you're going to smear her paint. First of all, if you were smart, you'd be mindful of where you touch her so you know not to smear. Like a makeup artist. She's like, okay, the black lines are here. I'm going to stay within the black lines so it don't even look smothered. Girl, people don't even think of that far. He didn't think that far. He was trying to, he was trying to put her tongue, his tongue in her mouth. So. Yeah. That's where we went here. And she's a baddie. But Emotep is a high priest of this pharaoh. And the main story starts off with they minding their business and shit. But 
Emotep and Anaxonamun, just like in the first movie, are lovers. Mm-hmm. And their love is forbidden. Secret lovers. Yes. And the actor who plays Emotep is John Hanna. And I feel like he only accepted the role because he's like, I want to play this like Romeo and Juliet. No, no, it's uh, Arnold uh, Vuslu. Wait a minute. Why, why do? Who the hell is John Hanna? John Hanna is Jonathan. Oh my god, I wrote e- okay, I wrote Emotep twice. Girl, yeah, it happens, it happens. So Life happens. Ooh, wow. He I was have... in other movies too. He kind of looks like um what's that other guy, but he's not him. I literally yeah, wrote Jonathan Karen Canahan, John Hanna, Emotep, John Hanna. Why do that? Because life is doing a thing. Um, yes, my brain is made of soup, you guys. That's um, all right. It's fine. Keep me lifted. Anyway, Emotep <laughs> said he wanted he wanted to play it, and they offered it to Tom Cruise, which is so interesting. It's why he's in there oh, at 2017. Girl. It makes sense, because they definitely offered it to Tom Cruise. Tom oh, Tom my Cruise. God. Yeah, they offered it to fucking Brad Pitt, Matt Damon. Not uh, Matt Damon. Ben Affleck. Those would have been shitty movies. I'm sorry. I know. The did. person that's playing it is the perfect Emotep, yeah, period. I, well, not Emotep. I mean for Rick O'Connell. I'm oh, sorry. for Rick. Oh, uh, Brandon Fraser is also the person. Um, Rick. He like, was, He's George of the Jungle. He's also the fucking dude who was like that ranger. What's that ranger movie he played in? Dudley Do-Right. I love Dudley Do-Right. I don't care. I like that movie. But I maybe like I haven't Brandon seen, Fraser I haven't seen it in like 15 years. So I don't I know love this movie, movie. it is. But yeah, I love this movie. I like Brendan Fraser. He's like the action hero who's like funny, but not like he stepped away from acting last time I saw. Okay, all I right. I could be not up to. The you team, know what? But... If I had made enough money, I could live off of the movies I already made. I also would be a stay-at-home person and would not act. And I'm sure Hollywood right is hard on people. Yeah. As well. Yeah, um, I can only imagine the yeah. kind of stuff that he was probably going through. Yeah, but because um, he also had like Bedazzle. Is that a movie? But that's when he was um, trying to be the, you know, do all the, make the deal with the devil. Bedeviled? Bedeviled, bedazzled, bedeviled. Um, was he in Monkey Bone too? He was in Monkey Bone. Oh, that movie was ridiculous. So um, a lot of stuff going on. It was like, he was doing a lot, but this is one of the better movies. That yeah. He was in. The Mummy was a good fucking movie, and he played that funny action hero who does, who's like, yeah, I'm about that action, but I am jokey jokey. Yeah. Um, a little bit, but not too it was much. Very like, enjoyable. Yeah. I liked watching this movie. Yeah, he was action hero, but it's like, you know how, what's his name? Who plays Deadpool? Ryan. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is more goofy than. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So it's like Brendan Fraser as Rick O'Connell is in between like Ryan Reynolds. And Blade, because Blade is sassy too, but is a little more serious. Yeah. So he's, okay, so I'm walking like, with Yeah, you. I feel like Rick O'Connor's like in the middle of that. Where yeah, I'm jokey, jokey sometimes, but also get the fuck down. They shooting. What the fuck is you doing? That's too heavy. Yeah. You a dumbass. <laughs> like, because I'm, when we're introduced to uh to Rick, he's basically out in the desert. You know, starting wars out in the desert. He's out there with Betty. Um, Benny the poor girl. <laughs> Benny is, and they all just listen, and they just shoot it up, poom poom, pow pow, in the sand, um, and they disturb. Well, we didn't even finish to tell you. So basically, a knocks on the moon and Emotep. They was messing around. Emotep smeared her paint. They were found out at this point. They was like, "Fuck it, we don't even care no more." Mm-hmm. So they devise a plan to kill the king, mm-hmm. um, and well, the you know the the pharaoh, and um, for you know as punishment because of that. Uh, they basically 
one, well, Anaximu has killed herself mm-hmm. because she's like, girl, I, if I can't be with Emotep, I'm not about to be with nobody. Yeah, she and stabbed herself. You Crazy. can't have me. That's what she said or some shit like that before. Um, some, some emo pout or emo pout, boom, whatever. She was like, bitch, I'm dead. I'm My body dead. is mine again. I'm like, right, okay, you don't own her because that's probably just so fucking gross. The treatment was probably super gross. Um, and then, uh, what is that? Oh, and then they buried Emotep alive. They took out his organs. They mummified him. And they dumped a shitload of, like, flesh-eating, human-eating uh, scarabs. Yeah. Carnivorous scarabs. And them things was going crazy. And just, you know, just put the lid on his ass and just said, boom, we out. Bye-bye. Shipped them off to, F, you know, in the world. So Bye-bye. That's it. But, yeah, so they're out here. They're shooting it up. And while they're doing it, they're unknowingly disturbing Emotep's resting place. So it's like spooky shit happening. The sand is rising. It's doing all kinds of dancery things. Um, Not dancery. Girl, yeah. So then they're getting shook because you also get a... Um, we start seeing Ardith Bay, the protector of this land of where Emotep is buried. This play by Odin Fair. Um, you've seen him in a lot of stuff. He's also one of the Resident Evil ones. I mm-hmm. think it's like the third or the fourth one or something like that. Um, but he's basically Ardith Bay in these next two movies. Um, because the third one in this particular part of the franchise um, doesn't even mention him anymore. We've moved on to a whole new sector of the world. Like, we're not even dealing with Egypt or nothing Egyptian for referral anymore at all. Um, so, yeah, like, Rick is out here. Then he gets pulled up. Like, some wild shit happens. He ends up, like, you know, off in the desert because this is this place, this holy place that he's magically stumbled upon. He's thinking about to die. Then he gets swooped up, and he ends up basically in a fucking prison in Cairo. Yes. And then we flip, flying back, well, go back to um, Evie. We shoot to her. She's a librarian. She's smart as a bitch. She read all the books. She be knowing, like, she, she's a scholar um, and also a bad bitch. But she's clumsy as hell because mm-hmm. she's trying to put the books on the bookshelf. And then she's like, ooh, you belong over here trying to put the book over there. Like, girl, put the books where they're supposed to go. Climb the fuck down. Then put the... You, you're not busy. It's 1930-something. Take the fucking ladder. Oh, you are not in a rush, bitch. Anyway, she's trying she to... She's trying to move too fast. Yeah, and also these big-ass fucking things. You're a little... You weigh about a buck twelve. Maybe a buck twenty-five. You are not knocking over this big ass. If this thing with all these heavy ass books, do y'all? If anybody has ever moved and you have books, you know how heavy books are. Books are heavy well, as hell. I can see the vision because when you get bookshelves, right? Mm-hmm. They say on there you should probably fasten it to the wall. Yeah, because they can lean forward and fall. Ooh. All of these were kind of stood around the room. They should have been screwed like to the dominoes. floor, exactly. And I don't think anyone thought that far. It was nineteen thirties. They weren't thinking about that. They thinking anybody about be swinging around, knocking Who's over bookshelves. Right. What's the likelihood of this happening? And of course, they portray her as like this damsel who's super beautiful and super smart. She's like the beautiful smart girl mm-hmm. um, who's also very clumsy, but she's like woo, like giving you classy. Um, Hollywood, you know, and she's played by Rachel, Rachel Weiss. You've seen her in a lot of movies. She's her name is Ella, Evelyn, excuse me, Evelyn Pesetta, but you know, mm-hmm. they call her Evie. Yeah. Um, and she's like, you know, on a journey. She's learning more about ancient Egypt and Hamanatra and all this other jazzy stuff. And now she gets swept up in this whole ordeal because she knocked over the bookcase. Mm-hmm. Then she pulled up getting cussed out by her fucking boss who said, bitch, bring me everything to plays, anything but you, nigga. So you find out her parents were, you know, beneficiaries or whatever. They was, you know, they was popping. Mm-hmm. Then her brother, Jonathan, who is a scammer, 
Jonathan is the biggest fucking scammer I've ever seen. He's one of life. the best characters a in this thief. whole thing. He's fun. He's a thief and a drunk, and he be trying to get to the bitches and the money, and he be yeah. lying. He's like, he's a, no, he's not. I was he's like Usopp if you watch, um, one, not One Punch Man, wow, um, One Piece, but not really because, well, yes, because <laughs> Usopp is a coward, kind of. Like, Usopp lies, he'll run away. Jonathan will lie, Jonathan will run yep. away. Um, Usopp might steal, but he, I feel like he don't steal, like, Nami steals. Jonathan is be stealing anything. He's a, he's a fucking worm, bruh. He's a fucking snake. And you can't really trust him. Who's worse, Jonathan or um, Benny? Benny. Um, Benny. Because Benny, Benny will actively lead people to their doom. This is true. Jonathan will pick your pockets, but he's not about to kill you. You're right. He's not a murderer. Benny was making... Like, after that, you learn that when they get on the boat, you learn that Benny was leading people out to... Um, the city of the dead, but not leading them out there. He, they would pay him, and he would leave them in the desert to die, pretty much. And he was like, oh, these Americans are smart. They said, bitch, I'm going to pay you half now and half when we get back to the boat so Boom. I can go back home. And that's the only reason he has to go all the way. And he knows where it is because him and O'Connell were fighting the same war, and Benny mm-hmm. left his ass and shut the door on him. So you know he's a snake. He's a coward. Sure is. He's really like, you know, he'll join any team just to survive and keep himself up. Now, sometimes he be having the right idea because he be getting the fuck. Very re- Some, resourceful. Sometimes, yeah, you, he's very resourceful. Sometimes you need to get the fuck. So he does have the right idea, but also he be sn- real snake-like with yeah. it. And I don't, you ain't got to do all that, bro. Yeah, you ain't had to shake a move like that. No. I see the vision, but the way you're acting this out, no me gusta. Yes. But um, anyway, now we have O'Connell who's in the jail. They about to hang this nigga. But because Jonathan up here, he played way too fucking much. He in the mm-hmm. tomb with the mummy and shit. You know you're not supposed to be in there. Imagine you going through the fucking, I don't know, the Museum of Natural History or History Museum. Mm-hmm. And you literally walk up to the exhibit, climb the rope, and get in the tomb. No, Bitch, I, I can't need, imagine that. You need your fucking ass beat. No. Because first of all, I'm already a little upset that these sarcophaguses are here. Mm-hmm. Especially in like, I love museums. And especially places like the Met. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge ancient Egypt section. Um, and I'm just like, these bodies don't belong here. Mm-hmm. Um, the audacity of those people. Because I always see it in movies. And I really just be thinking, um, you know, I'm really trying not to go there. But I just be thinking like, you know, the hashtag F6 time. What's going on? Like, why are y'all climbing into the... Can they rest in peace? They were raiding tombs, bruh. Like, they that can't shit rest is disrespectful, bruh. Like, you trying to look up human history. No, you are in somebody's grave. Like, you don't go to American grave site. That's illegal. You cannot dig niggas' graves up. So, I don't know what it is about white people who think that they can go. And I'm, I don't know if it's just white people. But in this movie, these movies. In a lot of these movies. The white people are going to other countries. A lot of history. And digging shit up and taking the stuff to their museums in their country. Then they got a nerd to claim it as they own. Yeah. And Girl. I'm like, what the fuck? You stole this shit from these It's undiscovered. Because it's discovered. Maybe it was hidden, bitch. Mind your fucking business, bitch. 
you know what? I mean, but it's not un- it's undiscovered to you because you just saw it. It been existed prior to you and your time behind pulling up to the scene. And some legends are supposed to exist in the dirt. They're not supposed to be unearthed. You're supposed to leave it the way it is. That's why that. By golly, I did it. That's why he. Yeah, you did. You he became a walking plague, bitch. I have you a love hate alone. relationship with like you know archaeological digs and I, all those. I other, love it, like, paleontologists. Oh I want to know more. It, but, but also leave some of this shit alone. You know what you can do? Take your ass to the ocean. That's what we need to do. Leave this shit right here alone. Oh, what you need to be dog. doing is focusing on what the fuck is in the water, bitch. I don't really know. It's right there. Know. What's in there? It's so big. We're it's never gonna lot. find out. We got resources. Maybe we can move on to like two more percent. I think we can work on finding two more percent about the ocean. Um, because it's so vast. And I'm actually a little scared because it's probably some real wild shit down there. It's probably really um, some Cthulhu ass shit. Because you be there. seeing the big giant like squids. Uh, I don't know if you see some videos. No, those stuff. big you squids know. exist. Woo! They be washing up on the shores just getting bigger and bigger. The ice caps are melting and they're discovering like Jesus, some different probably- kind of stuff and the different animals they're finding uh, underneath the, uh, and the Arctic. And I'm just like, wow. So the secret's about to pour up. Why well, I gotta mm. be alive right now? This is a wild time to be. It's what a time <laughs> to be alive. Why? You and yours. Versus me, me and mine. mine. Yes. And you know what? That is exactly what happened in The Mummy. Once they pull up and they get um, Rick up out that jail in Cairo, baby. They he all a strong ass neck. Girl. <laughs> They're strong as a bitch. It was just a lot of like back and forth with Evie. And, and assault. With, and with he literally baby. kissed her. Just It was just, and then he invited himself, and he's just dusty and dirty all around. And well, he didn't invite himself. He was like, bitch, get me out of here. You y'all trying are... to get the Hamanatra. You don't know the way. Bitch, I've been there. No, no, no. The slave um, place owner, he was like, oh, I'm coming with you. Because he oh, ended up yeah, on a trip. that guy who stinks. Yeah, he they was like, oh, y'all about, about to run out here and get this money. You know, I'm a lonely man. I got needs. And he's trying to kill him. He's like, like no, all right, you got to come with us. You get the, you know, he's because he's trying to get all the money. Everybody sees the dollar signs. Because we have these people. We have the Americans, which is, oh, and then the other guy, Dr. Allen, Dr. Terrence Bay, Mr. Henderson, Mr. Burns, and Mr. Daniels. And Mr. H- Henderson, Burns, and Daniels are like the main people that start doing the real shifty shit real quick. You already kind of tell what they about. They like the good old boys. They got their goods. They American the fuck up. Mr. Burns is played by Tuck Tuck Watkins. Mm -hmm. um, And who is also one of my favorite daytime television characters, David Vickers from One Life to Live. Oh my God. Because you know I'm a soap all-star. I was like, yeah, when I saw this, okay, so when I saw this movie, um, I, th- I think we saw this in the movie theaters, and my mama had also rented it on Blockbuster on the um, on the VHS. So I'm seeing David Vickers. I'm real fucking psyched. Also, like we had mentioned, I think we talked about this. I don't know if mm. we get in this episode or right before we started recording. This movie did at the time because, of course, it's 1999. Everybody who remembers remembers what the you know technology was like this was this was the technology Girl. when this motherfucking emo tap date and disturbed his peace and he started coming back and started sucking up these people's souls and shit to get his body parts back i was shook taking eyeballs taking people tongues i was like he making that sound oh, when that wind be coming in the, and it's the just fucking oh. sand the dread you feel because it's just so quiet and the characters are Low peeking deep. around the corridors. Oh, when he starts bringing up Blood. the plague. Oh, I just... And you start getting biblical because biblical biblical times start yeah. mixing up with ancient Egypt and it's just... This movie is fire. Like, 
this movie, the second movie, The Mummy and the Mummy Returns, I love that they play these movies so much on like TBS, USA, whoever the fuck. If it's on TV, I'm about to watch it. I love these movies. This, like Jay said, this shit is so much fucking fun. After they, you know, Emotep basically out here trying to not only get his skin back, you know, he's trying to bring Anox and the Moon back. And not only that, he thinks that Evie is Anox and the Moon. And I'm like, girl, they don't even look alike, but okay. He's trying to, he won't sacrifice it. That's fine. It. Whatever. Need, need a vessel. Mm-hmm. So we about to find it. Um, we end up back at Hamanatra because you go through the whole hoops of getting the Book of the Dead and reading it and bringing all the dead niggas back and everybody's turning up. We get back to the scene and um emotep's plan kind of works out because i won't like i'm you know we're gonna spoil it but i don't want to just because maybe there might they might be somebody who didn't see it i don't know that's wild i mean you should have exist you should have said yes you should have seen the mummy nation now because we'll see you girl if you like it it's fun don't be turned off by the fucking um effects because it's 1999 they're still compared to like compared to other movies and especially for it's now 2021, they're still, they hold up enough where the yeah, story they do. still carries. So it's not like the, they fuck up the story. Now, when you get to later ones, some of the fucking CG really affects the story, but not in these next two movies. Like, I mean, this franchise still has an active ride at Universal Studios. And I'm a go. Girl, because the roller coaster be jumping. It's a dark ride. Ugh. One thing about me, I'm about to be on the rides, especially Bitch. the mummy coaster. Ooh, get like me. Um, vaccinated. So anyways, yeah. I just had it. So anyways, uh, yes, y'all. It's just, of course, Emotep has a plan to get Anox and the moon back and his plan is thwarted and it is just not working and he's just really going through it. Um, and they just get this motherfucking Emotep out of here. Victory for Rick. Rick and Evie fall in love because you know you got to give pay homage to that old 1930s shit. And you got to give them that love, that drama. It's always got to be love somewhere in an action film, you know, just to balance out all the, like, explosions. Because there's lots of explosions and fight scenes with dead people and all kinds of wild shit happen. People's hands getting fucking sucked off when they stuck it in the holes. Don't put your hand in a hole, man. If you can't see what's going on, just don't put your, don't just, don't touch it. Um, watch this movie. Listen. And watch the second one too. Yes. The Mummy Returns. Boom. Mm. So let's talk about The Mummy Returns mm. 2001, which I went to theaters to see. Me, my me, mom, my brothers, yes. my mama. We was all in that bitch ready to see motherfucking The Mummy. Because yes. right, I didn't see The Mummy in theaters. But we really? got it and watched it. And they were like, damn, this is, and this is a movie we watched all the time. Like, it's a I'm good fucking, family movie. Yeah, I love The Mummy. Like, that's a movie I fucking love. When we returned, we was like, all right, bet. All of us, because I remember the commercials and shit for this. And we all went to the movies to see this shit. It was a good fucking time. Yeah. Um. So now we have, <laughs> and you knew I was going to see it, because guess who's in the motherfucking rock, bitch? The, oh, yeah. You know the Bryce tag went up, because The Rock is in this one. Doo-doo. Dude. The Rock says. Listen, the um, Rock that's says. where we are here. Back to <laughs> um, the Mummy Returns, and this is wait a minute, where am I? Okay, where am I? Because I'm like, wait a minute, okay, because I'm like, oh, the Scorpion. I'm looking at the Scorpion. I'm like that's not the same movie. Oh um, yeah, no, no. But they play. They start mentioning that they give that that um. That's a connection between. Them. Yeah. Um. So now, uh, what we learn is not the original, but. The mummy in the mummy returns they saw off with like the flashback. So now mm-hmm. we're back in um Egypt, but it's war times and all these pe- tribes are fighting and the you know, the rock is trying to fight niggas, but he losing. And he's a sore fucking loser. 
because they lose. They push him and all his motherfucking soldiers far out to the desert. And then you know the desert, there's no food, there's no water. You're dying, you know, you're, yeah. you're dying. And he's the only one left, and he decides, you know what? I'm not about to die like this, Anubis. What's up? Let me let me make a deal with you. All right now, calling them go gods. Out. I can't go out like this, okay? And Anubis said, "Bitch, all right. If you won't serve me forever since you're such a great warrior, ho, sure mm-hmm. you can be on my team. Mm-hmm. But this, you know, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna give you lush and green, but I'm gonna take your soul forever. But he does give him the use of the Anubis's army, and it's all these dog like they have men body but dog faces." And they are climbing the walls and beating everybody motherfucking ass. All you hear is people following buildings going, ah, like Wilhelm screams and mm-hmm. shit all over the place. And I'm like, I know Universal got them Wilhelm screams saved on the document somewhere. They, they definitely got them do. Shit saved the file. And they just add them. <laughs> oh, So Lord. many people flying across and shit like that. And he he takes over, he murders, he rides on his enemies. He literally uses Anubis to ride on his enemies, but then Anubis is like, alright, let me get your soul, and then this, I want you, if you watch this, y'all, I want, and it's on HBO Max, The Mummy and The Mummy Returns, I want y'all to look at how the rock body starts shaking when his soul starts coming out of his body. It look, almost looks like he's doing a chicken head, but not really, I don't really know. Chopper's making you do the chicken head like oh, chicken. Okay, it's, okay. Okay, sorry, y'all, but it looks it the way he shakes is so funny and I laugh every time. But Anubis got his motherfucking ass. Yeah. And that's all that is. So now, long. He's just with Anubis in the afterlife hanging out. Not really hanging out, but he's there because he can't go nowhere fucking else. Mm-hmm. And um now we're back to Evie and the fam and them and they're rich because their last escapade, they thought they were broke, but they actually had a camel with all this fucking trash. So many it. riches. So many they are rich and they have a son. And their sons, what the fuck is his name? Alex. Alex, little bitch ass. He's mischievous and bad as a bitch. You know, as bad, bad little unchecked rich white children would be. You know, he's um, just out here. He's adventurous. He very much is. But they don't be watching. They literally leaving him his, to his own devices. How are you in an archaeological archaeological dig? You are trying to open up something, and you have like, and I feel like the kid Alex is no more than ten or eleven in this film. Yeah, and. He's in the film, but y'all are literally letting him. He's not with y'all. Maybe y'all don't even know. Maybe the parenting style was different. I yeah, don't know. I mean it is, but you can't be leaving people. Archaeological digs are not safe. That's it's not a fucking park. You can't. I agree with you. But it's you. also the fucking you know thirties, forties. Yeah, that time. so they're just kind of like woo. They're like fuck it, you know whatever, kid. All right, yeah. So mm-hmm. whatever. You're outside. Just be back for the street lights. Come on. That's really all they gave him. And he was making slingshots and shooting them at people and whatever. But that happens and they're in a tomb. They're digging. Ooh, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. You know Ooh, how they get down. Um they always trying to unlock some shit. And she's like, let's open the chest. And then Rick is like, bruh, let's not open the chest. You know what happens every time we open stuff? You open, you <laughs> read the fucking book last time, and we had to be emo to ass. You know how hard that was? That was difficult, bitch. Okay, and you got kidnapped. Well. Do you want to do this again? Let's go. She's like, it's just such a, it's just evidence. Evidence. It's whatever. It's and, kinda, they, and they do it's kinda it. It's going to fucking open it, and they do, and it's a fucking bracelet in it. Now, somehow, one or another, the son get the bracelet on his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, there's people in here looking for the said bracelet, and they don't find it. So, they pull up on Rick House. 
Like, bitch, mm-hmm. what a motherfucking chest and a bracelet ass. Mm-hmm. Bitch, it's your lick. Oh, um, fucking open. Um, raise your hands. Give us your wallet. Give us everything you fucking got. Yes. It's a fucking stick up, bitch. Yes. And we're introduced to Spy V Red and Jacques. I'm assuming Jacques instead of mm-hmm. Jacques, whatever. Yeah. Um, played by Tom Fisher, Bruce Byron, and Joe Dixon. Like, mm-hmm. the three guys that are um, the main kind of, like, bandit guys. Because all these movies kind of follow this roughly the same formula. There's a group of bad guys. Uh, and these are your main group of bad guys. And they're, like, you know, side contract workers for the larger bad guy, which you have Lock Nah, Who's this fine, beautiful chocolate man? Aduwale Aken, was it Aken, Aken Uye? I hope I didn't mess his name up. I apologize. Sounds right, I but I don't know. Um, but and he's got been on some other stuff too in some other movies. Um, but he's you know real fine chocolate man who's in this movie and he's pulling up and he's pull one of the people that pull up in the O'Connell's family home. Um, because Alex has the bracelet on unbeknownst to his parents. And these people are in the house when they come home trying to take their shoes off and stuff. And they're like, where the fuck the bracelet at? Where is the bracelet? Give me what you got for a poke chop, bitch. And then also, they don't even know that Jonathan is upstairs with some lady in their house until they see her brassiere on the, uh, on the wall. Yeah. Jonathan is shaky. He's the kind (laughs) of brother you would have. You would come home. He got a key for emergencies, but you might come home and he fucking a bitch in your bed. You got to come get this nigga. No. Like, you got to come you gotta get him. You got to punch him in the face a few times. Yeah. Um, to met, let him know he can't cross lines with you because you'll beat his ass. Because he's a, he's a thief, but not a fighter. Girl. Um. So now, we get to the point where they're like, wow, this is crazy. Um, You're trying to steal from us. Um, Maybe we should get the fuck instead. And they do try to get the fuck instead. Because at first, um, Jonathan knows that fucking Alex has that bracelet on. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, show me the, the pyramids of Giza and shit. I don't know. I'm just in this bitch. Woo! And then Jonathan breaks the fucking keys in the car. They get a double-decker bus. So this was a, in a lot of the promo, Jane. The double-decker bus. The fucking um, yeah, I remember the that. fucking mummies chasing after the bus mm-hmm. and shit like that. Which is a fun scene. It's definitely a fun scene. It's an action scene. They pretty much get the bus. He has his bracelet on. They're in there. The, the mummies are ch- like climbing raw walls, jumping on cars, running down the street. They were swinging torsos, beating ass. Well, I was just trying to figure out how did the mummies get here so fucking quick at this point? Because um, the emo tap. Oh, wait. No, they did pull up later because there's stuff simultaneously happening because it's, it's. Because first, it's the three people in the cave. They missed getting the bracelet. So when they pulled up on Anox and the Moon and the evil guy you were talking about, they were right. digging up Emotep and all the yes. bugs oh, came out oh, and everybody. And then they was like, let's pull up on these motherfuckers get the bracelet. And then they ride away in the fucking double-decker bus. But and she's what? not a Nox and the Moon yet, but she's like a Nox and the Moon reincarnated because yes. they really tried to take this storyline a whole, like, a whole nother level. Like, there's yeah, a woman a who lot. is, like, the reincarnation of Nox and the Moon and Evie is the reincarnation of uh, the Pharaoh's daughter and she be getting premonitions and seeing, like, old clips in her mind of the past and reliving mm-hmm. shit and it's, you know, they be fighting and stuff and sparring mm-hmm. with weapons and gold paint and outfits. And I'm just like, Jesus, y'all was trying to give it to us in this movie. They were. It was, was a following. lot going on. But if they, I went to theaters to see this. And it was a good fucking... It was, a, it was it. a spectacle, motherfucker. It was a fucking spectacle in 2001, goddammit. I was like, ooh, what's going on? Oh, this movie made a lot of money. Yes, they reincarnated. It's motherfucking balloons. 
Jews, it's motherfucking mummies, it's sand monsters and all kinds mm-hmm. of wild ass shit and they're destroying shit on London Bridge. You know that's expensive. But they pretty much, <laughs> they beat those zombies ass and they still steal Alex because he got the bracelet on. Yep. And they are using Alex to help guide Emotep to the main pyramid place um, where they need to go to beat the Scorpion King ass so then they can get Anubis's army so they can take the world over. Because, you so know, crazy. Emotep always got some wow-ass shit not cooked up in his brain. Always. You I know. do like in this movie, they go through, because we uh, when we're building up the whole, like, because it's so much stuff happening at the same time. That's why I got so confused. Um, Emotep getting his old body back. You know, he had to get his shit together. He had to get right. Mm-hmm. He's sucking up the souls of all the people because the contractors, yeah, we ain't got no intentions on paying y'all. We just gonna steal your souls real quick. And then, um, you know, Anox of the Moon becoming Anox of the Moon again. Uh-huh. I like how they show it. I don't feel, I didn't feel like they rushed through it really fast. They were just like, hey, we know that this, we need to show, I felt like it was important to show that this thing had happened that we know was supposed to happen. And now we can actually see it happening without interruption. Yes. Um, Because the first time they were not successful and now he's successfully She literally got came back to life and went right back he to the I said, oh, well, in the first one, yeah, she was like, I'm out of here. And the soul flew away like yeah. a, a trash bag in the wind. Um, but this one, when she came back, now they're up here, you know, getting that little boy together and they're trying to get to the Scorpion King spot. Yes. Cause they're like, look, and he live far. We trying to get up to you. They ride him around and he has to tell them where they're going. And she's, he's like, what if I don't even tell you, bro? Fuck you, bro. Cause you awesome, know, bro. he is a mischievous little motherfucker. You must have said, bitch, listen, if you don't tell me, I mean, cool, but you gonna die if you don't get to the building. And we need to take you there because you're a kid. You can't fucking get there. So what you going to do? And then that pretty much leaves the only option yep. as a little boy telling them where they have to go. And they have to get there pretty quickly because he has to make it into the pyramid. Or he's going to be, you know, yeah. turned to pretty much mummy. Mummy or whatever. So they're following their son. They're trying to find their son the whole time. Because he's leaving like adventure. little uh, clues for them yeah, at breadcrumbs, little sculptures. He get caught eventually, but it's too fucking late. Because guess what? Rick O'Connell and them pull up. Dun, and, at da, da, da. This, and at this point, they're like at the outside of um, the pyramid, but it's grass and shit. So yeah. they are, it's a big ass fight scene in the grass. Let me tell y'all, I I don't know, it might be a little corny now, but in the theaters when I was like fucking 11, okay, Girl. them fight scene, I was, I was, listen, I was really concerned because I wanted that kid to get into the pyramid. I feel like they tried to kill Evie and we had to bring Evie back to life. I was Girl, very was concerned. I was like, oh no, Evie, please, you're one of my favorite characters. You're a woman and you're super smart and niggas keep underestimating you, but you're the smartest bitch in the room every time. Because in the first movie, one of the characters is like, she's a woman. What does she know? Everything. She knows literally everything. You yeah. know nothing. You know nothing, John Snow. You know nothing. They the way nothing. that shit ended. Mm. Oh. Mm. But anyway, they get to this fucking pyramid and guess who's in the pyramid? Anaxonomon! Emotep. And the Scorpion King. Oh, well, yeah, of course he's there. Yeah, because he's been waiting for you bitches all this all time. Yeah, because he just, you know, mm, I, okay. Um, this whole sequence here. Um, Evie dying and then us having to bring Evie back to life for her to be her old self and then she's now got fight power so she can mm. fight Anox on the moon. Um, 
I like that we start showing, you know, they're really having the romance. It's heavy in the romance. It's for more romance in this movie because, you know, they in love like shit. Yeah, they were in love in the first one, but it was at the end. They were flirting a little bit. Now they love this one. Now they just had a baby. You know, they they, in love. Emotep and Knocks on the Moon in love. Everybody in love and they trying to fight to keep their love alive so far. They are, because when we get to the big fight scene with the Scorpion King, right? Because first, Emotep thought he was about to be cooking it up for show. He's about to come in here. He's about to have these powers. Once he crossed a certain threshold, the way the Scorpion King's holds a Shibuba set up, boom, you don't have no powers. You're you're mortal when you fight me. So, so Emotep's like, oh, my powers! And his little powers fly away. And Rick, you know, they have this, once again, another story. Power. That but too. he does have that tattoo and he's a protector. Right, because that is what, um, what's my man's name? Because we have Artif Bay. He's back too because he didn't pull back up. He's trying to fill in the story, get that exposition, you know, drug the story along, fill in the blanks. Um, oh, speaking of scenes that really shook me, when they went through the jungle and you had the um, the zombie monkeys. Oh my God. I was like, girl, I can't do this. That was taking the people out. Um, it was just, you know, oh, we're also seeing the return of those, uh, flesh eating, human eating scarabs in this movie because they really turned the fuck up at the digging scene. Um, but yeah, so we get down to this fight scene. Um, something that cracks me the fuck up every time. Um, when Emotep runs to the edge of the joint, he'd be like, no, like real late after, um, what is that? <laughs> when Rick kills the Scorpion King right. and he stabs the Scorpion King and it's literally a five second pause where nothing happens and Emotep runs up and goes, no! And I just be screaming. Screaming. Between that and, um, you know, a Noxamoon running away from Emotep because Rick and Emotep, of course, you know, now they didn't beat the Scorpion King. The whole place has got to crumble. It's got to fall down. You got to get the drama on the way out. So everyone's like, oh, shit, we got to run out the building. But, of course, they fall off the cliff. They're like, ah. So Evie's trying to help Rick up. And um, what is that? Emotep's yelling to a knocks in the moon like, help me. Like, he has a harm out like, girl. And she's like, got to go, nigga. And hits, goes ghost on his ass and just dips and hit the corner. Be gone like shit. And Emotep looks up and sees that Evie and Rick's love has just, you know, is really trying to get through this fucking earthquake build a quake because of the the ground is taken back the earth is taken back the whole building y'all so it's getting crazy um and he's just like damn i ain't got that and a knocks on the moon she ran off on me she ran off on the plug mm-hmm. and um well this is it so he just jumped boom commits that and throws himself down to the demons listen i mean say love tragedy he went through all of that twice twice let me tell y'all something. My the heart. same wound, Flav. My- <laughs> Shut up. Because that's what he did. The same wound. He did the same. Brought him back on the show. Just for her ass to run off with him when he was in the cut. Mm. Yeah. Um. I mean, I ain't doing none of that for the dick, bitch. Y'all got me fucked up. Nope. I ain't doing that for none of that for true love. Let me tell you, if you die, then I'm just, you know. Damn, it's crazy. I guess I'll see you next lifetime. We're going to airbrush you on a t-shirt. Yes, put the nigga on a t-shirt. Throw some shoes up. There you go. You know, we gonna put him paint a mural. You There's better ways because this there, is not it. There are better fucking ways. But The Mummy Returns is a good time. 
The Mummy is a good time. Both of those movies back to back, honestly. If you got four hours, pretty much, push yeah, your drink. The Mummy returns two yeah. hours alone. Yeah, and The Mummy is like two hours also. So go ahead and make you a charcuterie board. All right I now. I know it's charcuterie or, you know, whatever. It's charcuterie. Make you a board, board. Get you a few drinks. Put the bottle of wine on the table so you can re-pour up. You know, watch the first one, take your intermission, bathroom break, whatever, and come back and watch the second one. It's fun. Um, start at like four, so you're not up too late. Um, it's a good time. Okay. Now. So this third one. Okay, the tomb of what? The Tomb of the Dragon Empire. And that's what we have. We're introduced to Jet Li's character who's the Emperor, the Dragon Emperor, and it's the same guy who did it made the um what is that? The Great Wall of China, but he like buried his enemies in the wall and some crazy mm-hmm. wild shit. Love that. Actually. He did do a lot of wild I shit. I like that. Like the lore was not bad. The story of why the villains and people were existing were not no. bad. It's just the way that the story went. They kind of relied on you loving the characters. Yeah. They relied on. And then, first of all, y'all recast the EBN bitch. That upset me because I liked Evie a lot. The she way was one they... of my favorite characters. I don't know. I mean, maybe as an adult, I didn't like her as much as I did as a kid. But as a kid, I fucking loved Evie. She's just this book smart badass. Like, and I didn't see a lot of those. Um, and she was a bad bitch. Yeah, I just I agree with you. I just feel like the way they went about it was just real stank to me. Um, because if she, you know, I do understand we can't get everybody on board. But I really am just like, all right, clearly we need a check. A check needed to be made. There must have been somebody out here. Because I remember when this came out and I was just like, this didn't need to be done. Um, It didn't need to be done at all. Uh, But they have, what's her name? Because Maria Bello is playing new Evelyn O'Connell. and sounds like her. She has, her back is to the camera and she's reading um, her stories because now she's an author. Mm -hmm. And she's, you know, took her love story and her adventures and have now, you know, turned it into a book and a a fiction question mark. Um, and she's reading it to the women and at, you know, the camera turns and it's like, surprise new Evie. This movie was essentially like, look at all these old familiar faces. We love these characters, but actually who are these niggas at the same time? Um, they rushed and aged up Alex also, Alex now has an American accent, like very fucking American, like Yankee Southern. I know Yankee's in North, but at this time, Yankee is American. American yeah. Um, so Yankee, but like a Southern kind of like, yeah, Dad, I love guns, and weren't this is what I do. Weren't you born in London? You had a British accent, and I know shit changed, but girl, what? What? Ha- I mean, you know what? I don't even care because I in I, this movie, I don't. Evie's okay. She's not a bad character in this movie. It's just that it's not the Evie I knew, so that did remove points for me. I, Especially because you have they Brenda like Fraser they back here. What's her name? Aunt Viv? Yeah, bro. Like, switch them out. But like, it's just like, man, she has a voice. You I don't guess. like Harriet when they changed Harriet. Mm. And I also didn't like the son that much. Like, he was a little shit when he was a kid. He's a little shit as a grown-up. I don't give a fuck about him. I wouldn't give a damn if the fucking... Um, Dragon Emperor would have stabbed that motherfucker in the back. Uh, Brendan Fraser shouldn't have sacrificed himself for him. Yeah. I don't think, but I mean, he's a good dad, so he did, but fuck that guy. And he felt like he was being a shit dad, too, yes. which was crazy. So what's going on is pretty much the son is they, this movie came out in 2008, but they aged the son up 
not seven years, but like at minimum like ten to fifteen years. Yeah. Um. So he's he, in college. He's in college, so he has to be in. I feel like he's in his twenties. He's drinking and shit. He's turned. Well, the rules back then, he probably could have drank at like eighteen, nineteen. But mm-hmm. he's a grown up. But he's a mini fucking um, Tomb Raider, just like fucking Laura Croft, because that's what his parents did. He's not. He has no fear of those kinds of things. He's an adventurer, and they dig up a fucking tomb with a dragon emperor, and the person he's working under is a traitor. And it's like, fuck that. Y'all about to not only open this tomb, you about to read this shit up. You about mm-hmm. to put your pure blood on this ornament. And the king's about to pop up on y'all ass. They try to stop him. You know, they always stealing cars and getting their cars fucked up. They ride on the terracotta army and the terracotta... Well, the terracotta army hasn't been risen yet, but the big boss is here. Yeah. And he's on horseback with a general who is like, bitch, I got the diamond. I'm about to show you the way to beat everybody ass. Uh, so, the backstory really quickly with the Dragon Emperor. Um, the, so, he wants to live forever because he's done so much wild shit he's like ain't nothing lo- there's not enough time in the world for me to do everything i need to do mm-hmm. i've decided i need to live forever so he pulls up on his general um ming gao i apologize if i said anything you know mispronounce anyone's name mm-hmm. um by played by russell wong and he's like you need to go ahead and go ahead and get me this mystic because he t- um his general tells him you know there's a witch out there who has you know the ability to help him live forever so his general brings her back and her name is Zi Yun um played by Michelle Yun I apologize again if I fuck the names up um and she's like well I don't have the ability to do that but I can point you to the direction of where you can get said you know eternal life from what Jazz is talking about the ultimate goal because you know there has to be a big goal for them to reach for some kind of like everybody want to live forever and rule right like exactly um world domination shit there's some kind of big monster so we have Jet Li playing the drag emperor he's back and of course oh so it doesn't work out for them um because you know now that he's like yes I can live forever I'm doing everything is lit um Z Yoon is like, well, he asked her, well, what's one thing you would want? And she says she wants to be with Ming Gao because the Dragon Emperor decided, okay, well, she's mine. And he, she does have, not have any romantic interest in him. It's like, you know, kind of made clear um, she's in love with his partner or his general. And um, he's like, all right, I mean, I'm going to do that. But she's also like, man, I know you don't keep your word. And he's like, bitch, you're bright. So he kills the general, Jelly's character, the Dragon Emperor. He kills the general in a very horrific way, like has all his limbs tied up to different parts of horses and they kind of just ride off in a different sections. Um, and then um, he tries to like get her fucked up and she basically curses him and his army because she's tired of them, you know, spreading evil and shit around the world and essentially turns them into stone. Mm-hmm. Um, now the mummy is coming back because he's like a stone mummy, like he's mummified inside the stone. And uh, he's coming back and he's looking ugly and he's trying to get turned back into a real man. So he got a Jet Lee face again. And um, he's successful, which I thought was very interesting watching this movie because it was very quick. I mean, I guess they felt like they wouldn't have no story if he could not, you know, move through. And he gets to, you know, getting his army back together and all this other stuff. And, 
you find out that there's like this character that comes in that tries to play a love interest for Alex. Like she seems like a random assassin or protector. She's this protector of the situation, Lynn, and the, you know they're over yeah, she it. She older than Methuselah. Girl, yes, you find out that she's um actually Z Z like, daughter. Two thousand, three thousand years old. Yeah. Um, and she's just, you know, that's her job to just watch the joint. And he's like, girl, I love older women. It's lit. We got to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, I really and utterly truly felt like this movie did not need to be made. I know that there were out here people in the streets asking for it. Um, I was just saying, like, literally, when I put in the letterbox, y'all, if we're all in letterbox as girl that's scary, if you're on letterbox, my review of this movie was, it was fine, but unnecessary. Like, literally, it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't the worst movie I've fucking seen. It was a TV fucking movie. Yep. But... And it felt know, like one, too. It uh-huh. felt like one, too. But it was just really unnecessary. And I, like, I didn't give a fuck about the love interest story in this situation. Like, when Evie and Rick are trying to get together, I gave a fuck. I gave a fuck. I don't give a fuck about who um, young Alex is. Because there is like this back and forth. It's just, it seems fake. It feels fake. It just. All of it seems forced. Yeah, it it seems like y'all put the two Barbie dolls together and smushing their heads together to make them kiss. Now kiss. Um, Now kiss. um, Yeah, it doesn't really work for me. Um, And it's like a CG parade, CG nightmares, all this CG shit. It just looks bad. It's a lot of CG, a lot of fucking random ass monsters. The story, because the story... They had yetis as protectors. And... The young lady could communicate with yetis. And that was I thought that was interesting. I thought it was interesting, but silly, because the yetis didn't... They looked silly. They looked like the the Abominable Snow. from fucking... Screaming, um, yes, actually. Yeah, yeah, the Toombop from... um, what the fuck is got the terror? The terror. Mm-hmm. The tomb from the terror didn't look as silly as these yetis. Definitely. They gave me goosebumps. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't not like actual goosebumps. They gave me like goosebumps. The story, like the abominable snow. What am I call? What you yeah. call it? Yeah, I That's wouldn't mind like. if they had these yeti creatures, but they just looked silly. Mm-hmm. They looked like something on Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong 64. Not 64. Listen, I just. Okay, maybe that's rude. That's not yeah. that bad. But they were just really... I, I didn't like that. Maybe there could have been some other kind of protector. But also, I wasn't literally... I haven't read the screenplay for it for I don't know what the fuck they thought. But I wasn't a fan mm-hmm. of the dad. And, like, I'm a fan of creatures helping and creatures from nature's helping. But they just looked... Mm. Okay. Mm. Very fair. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, <sighs> the story was all stretched out. Like, it that movie didn't need to be an hour and fifty six. It's almost two hours. That it doesn't movie, need to be. That movie could have been an hour and a half, and they could have cut all the bullshit out and really just made a movie of them opening the tomb for this. Because the terracotta army and shit, that is a fucking dope concept. You could have made something with that, but you, you, these yetis, this other shit, the diamond you gotta place on here, all this other motherfucking shit you gotta fucking do to get this motherfucker up and out of the bed. You didn't have to do all that. You didn't have to do all that. I just, um, you know, the movie was very, like, winky. Like, uh Definitely, like, you love these Um, characters. You know them. Yeah. This is what they do. Oh, ha, ha. Because in the end, like, Jonathan, you know, circles back to get the diamond. Of course course, he does. As per usual. And then he goes to to Peru. And then the caption says, and there's there's mummies in Peru. 
Like, but obviously there are mummies in Peru, but they keep this thing, the 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 aha, the LOL of mm-hmm. the movie that's a continuous joke or continuously being mentioned is, you know, we I've done mummies before. This is not my first go around with mummies. I always run into mummies wherever I go. Mummies, mummies, mummies. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, I know that we... Oh, y'all are very aware and that's okay. Um, but this once again confirms that this movie we could have just did without it. Yeah. Yeah, it was unnecessary. It. That's it wasn't terrible but unnecessary. If you have TNT, And that's how I feel about the next one too. Yeah, here's the thing. If you have TNT, I feel worse about the next one because I had to fucking pay for it. Um, this one is on TNT for free, um, the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. So if you have Comcast, if you have TNT, which most Comcast people like, you got basic cable. TNT mm-hmm. is one of them regular ass channels. So and it, it made, um, did it make a lot of money too? I didn't even look at the budget or the money. Because oh. girl, I just the next one after that made a lot of money. Was yeah, surprisingly, this, wow, this is my first time watching that. The fucking Dragon I didn't even Empire. know exist. The fucking thing turned into when he finally bathes and gets immortality. He turned into goddamn Ghidorah, and I was like, "What's happening?" Dragons, three heads. But is this Godzilla? It's not God. It's not King Godzilla. All right, King Godzilla was a good time. Shout out to um our friend from um damn could not think of Defenders of the Cake. Yes, our friend Dylan. I was like, it was cake, and I don't know if it was. Cake fighter. I don't know what the fuck I was about to say. Defenders of the cake. Um, but not. We were on one of those episodes, but he was on our Godzilla episode, and I hadn't watched Godzilla until we decided to do that episode. And mm-hmm. I fucking love Godzilla. And this is not as I'd rather watch Godzilla. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I guess if you want to, if it's free, why not? It's a TNT movie. There's some fun fight scenes. I guess. Okay. Have a good time. Which brings us to. The Mummy 2017. Okay. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. Um, on Letterboxd, I removed an entire star because Tom Cruise made it to the end. Oh, uh, um, yeah. They definitely mm, cheated. This was literally like fucking Mission Impossible, Indiana Jones with Tom Cruise. And That's what I wrote in my notes. Oh, my God. We're the same nigga. The Mummy, like- Mission Impossible, and then Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Because... Y'all really threw that one in there. They threw some all types of bullshit in here. It was just like a potpourri of shit, but it didn't smell that Not great. Potpourri. I didn't like it. Um, and also on top of that, they also mix it kind of with um, what the fuck with this story? They did the same story, but just made it like a hidden princess, so they could just mix some shit up. The love story. They had a love story, but it was whack and lackluster. It was like. It was it was real. Mm. I could have did without this movie. Yeah, like I said, I literally wrote. Well, my review is I removed a star because Tom Cruise did not die at the end. But also, it's still on some man. It's not the worst thing ever, but unnecessary, especially when you're trying to reboot the fucking mummy with Brendan Fraser, which is a far better. Like they had better maybe CG in some of the scenes. But it wasn't enough. The story couldn't compete. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then, of course, I know that, like you said, with the reboot, and they're trying to, Universal's trying to do the whole dark universe with, like, you know, they did with Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. They're trying to redo all of the classic and characters. I get it. But, right, this was not it. 
Um, I see the vision. Like you said, they tried to do a different kind of thing. Like instead of like Emotep again, they had like a whole princess who went in and just, you know, did like a whole massacre situation. And like said, like a dark princess. Like she's like, you know, out here and trying to get revenge. And it's just wilding out and whatever, whatever. Um, and somehow Tom Cruise becomes her love interest in addition no. to helicopters going crazy and gunshots and real Mission Impossible scenes. Um, dead friends, almost like it. We're all the dead kids. Oh, um, but dead not kids. like yeah, the guy who rolls up, gives you the knife, and dry, takes you to kill. I think that's what about what? Who's a kid? Jake Johnson. And I like yeah. him. He was in I, um, I, New Girl. Yeah, I, he's okay. He's not a but bad this person. Was, mm, that, but no. it's just like, I didn't care that he was alive and cursed and was trying to help the fucking mummy lady. Um, her fight forced. scenes were annoying. Like, because I'm like, it's not even like the super... CGI. I was not a fan of either. Yeah, and it wasn't bad. It was just there were so much. Of I can it. tell. The, yeah, For it this to be yeah. 2017. I can tell. Yeah, and especially not only can I tell, it's just there's so much of it with such a big budget. I feel like some things can be done practically, but I feel like people don't want to do things practically because if you do it. And you fuck it up. You got to set the bitch all the way back up. Yeah. And I get it. But at the same time, the result is so worth I mean, it. okay. The budget on this movie is between 125 and 195 mil. Which is insane. You can right. afford. Well, first of all, I knew it was high budget because you paid Tom Cruise. Period. Tom Cruise not cheap. I know he's. he's. Mm, I don't think he's walking out the house. He's not good. Yeah, he's not good. He's shaky. He's very, he's a shaky man. I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't trust no, him with nothing. Absolutely. I wouldn't trust him with my Netflix account. I wouldn't trust him. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't ride try, in the I car trust with him. him. With my purse. Yeah, I wouldn't ride in the car with him. Um, I wouldn't yeah, want to no. stay at the same resort as Tom Cruise. Absolutely I just not. Feel as though, I don't know what it is. Not trying could, to pass him in the lobby yeah, at this all. Yeah, absolutely biased. Like I have no idea what the fuck it is, but something about behind his smile stresses me. I don't want to be in the same and, vicinity as gentleman. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. But I can't put a finger on it. But you know what? Bad vibes. And I just prefer to stay somewhere else. At least, um, I would like to be within... I would like to be at least 50 miles away from Tom Cruise at all times. um, If I could be. If humanly possible. If humanly possible. Um, I don't think he would attack me or no shit. But I just prefer... I feel like my energy would drain. I feel... I don't know what it is. But either way... Thoughts and prayers. He's a thief. And no, there's no trust amongst thieves anyway. And he's still this girl he was fucking with. He's still her research or some shit. And that's where the zombie come up. And the zombie, the backstory with this, it starts off with the backstory of the princess. She was about to, you know, she was the only girl left. And she was about to inherit the kingdom. Okay. And be powerful. And then guess what happened? They birthed the fucking baby boy. And she's like, fuck you, bitch. You don't get to do anything because this person has a penis. So they are now entitled to inherit yeah. everything instead of you. And she says, bitch, I'm turning to the dark side. Not happening. See, look how sexism fuck y'all up. If y'all would just let her rule and let him be like a faithful knight and the next nigga in order, y'all wouldn't have had plagues and shit come mm-hmm. to your house. Not the way that monarchy is set up. Yeah. Oh, it's a man? Fuck this bitch. Fuck these bitches. We gonna put the man right here in front. Um, a white man is speaking. I granted that person wasn't oh. white. They were people of color, but still. They put them blue white people in the front. Well, not white people. They put the man in the front, and she said, "Bitch, I'm pulling up with the god of chaos, and I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. I'm gonna kill the baby." She literally kills a baby. So I did like that. I like that this princess is dark, and I feel like they didn't use her in the way they should have. They didn't give her personal because Emotep has. I don't know. Emotep yeah. doesn't talk a lot, but he has some. He personality. has personality. Yeah, he has personality. Although he doesn't talk, he don't talk a lot of shit. 
she don't talk a lot of shit, but she doesn't have the same amount of personality well, to me. I also like that. Just, I agree with you. I do like that they didn't spend a whole rack of time trying to build that up because I was so irritated. So I wasn't completely turned off by it, especially because they were already throwing so much story up. But you There's got fucking Russell Crowe narrating the story, but also was in the story. And then I realized his name is Dr. Jekyll. And I'm Ms. like, Hyde. all right, what's and going on? Jekyll, hi. Y'all doing too much. Jekyll, Jekyll, That's Hyde, a whole Jekyll, separate Hyde, movie. Jekyll. This movie is a, a, I don't even think this one's a full two hours, is it? It Girl, is it's it? damn near. It's Cl- an hour and 51 minutes. It's close, but also you can't put The Mummy and Jekyll Hyde in one story in an hour and 51 minutes. And they're not already previously like intertwined. And then Dr. Jekyll was like collecting all the monsters. And he was like, you're a monster. Ultimately in the end, you know, Tom Cruise becomes a monster air quotes you're a monster just like everyone else because dr jekyll is a monster if he doesn't take his shot mr hyde is coming out and he's ready to be ass and like jess said it was just a lot of ideas being thrown at us at one time um tom cruise did not have to have the ending that he ended up with uh he did not have to stab himself with the knife it was a lot he didn't have to do any of these things i don't know what he had to do because i'm like this mommy just seemed really fucking overpowered she she sending bugs into motherfuckers and turning motherfuckers into zombies. They just it just she, she's doing a lot. She's London Bridge is really falling down on her behalf. She's really fucking shit up. So it's like that overpowered witch, the witch from um, Suicide Squad, where the bitch pull up and is fucking everything up. I was like, hey yo, like why do you have this soup? Like Emotep was powerful, but he's only powerful in a certain range. It took him a while to get his powers all together. And then they had like three or four ways to take the motherfucker down. He was afraid of cats. Yeah. You know, ain't no cats in this movie. It was afraid of cats. You know, he can only do but so much. Also, they got the book of the dead. They got the book of the living. They taking his powers. They doing X, Y, Z. They doing X, Y. They're slowing him down. This zombie, I feel like they capture her. They're trying to do some, you know how government love to keep, keep a monster that you know you can't control. Yeah. Like, why you holding this person captive? You should have killed them immediately. They're dangerous. You got them all locked up because you're like, oh, well, I don't want to get rid of them yet, get rid of but them I don't want them to hurt us. I'm just like, eh. Um, to be quite honest, if you're listening to this and you actually enjoyed this movie and, like we said, the previous movie, let us know because I I can't see it. Um, I, I feel like the movie should have ended differently. The most mm-hmm. recent, um, The Mummy, I feel like it should have ended differently. Um, I will say that I did enjoy the mummies slash zombies underneath the water. It gave me a zombie two vibe. So I was really excited about that. Um, with the zombie fighting the shark. Um, that's I, my only positive. Okay. And I have a few more positives. Okay, great. I hold you. I, okay. First of all, you can tell they put money into the movie. Well, yes. It looks expensive. All right. So it looks expensive, which it pains me because it's hard when movies are expensive it's hard to, not hard to fuck them up but it's already a visually kind of stunning movie not, not visually stunning that's a lie it's visually nice looking okay yeah stunning is there's other movies that are doing be doing stunning things on a smaller budget so it's like y'all relied on his budget y'all relied on the cg and you relied on tom cruise being a selling point where do people even still like Tom Cruise? I don't know. We had like, other people I know that too. y'all, I know he was popping with Mission Impossible. And I feel like Mission Impossible, not three, but like Ghost Recon. I, I thought that Tom Cruise is on the questionable list. I'm pretty sure he's abusive and on the questionable list. But I 
we'll have to do my Googles because I can't pinpoint what it is. Well, we have, So I'm not going to lie to y'all. Courtney Vance was in this movie. And if you don't know who Courtney Vance is, you need to do your Googles right now. The most recent thing you're probably familiar with seeing Mr. Vance in um, is Lovecraft Country. Mm. Um, so we have that. Of course, like I said, we have Russell Crowe. So we have some like heavy hitter mm. names in this movie. So of course, you know, you got to bring the dollars out. Um, of, of course, some of these people I've mentioned are no longer with us in mm. the story, not in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like I said, it felt too much. It was too much of Missing Impossible with an asterisk next to it. Missing Impossible, um, semicolon, we about to go look at some graves. Mission Impossible to Mummy. Mission Impossible Tomb Raider, but curse. Curse Tomb Raider. That's what you become. Yeah. And then, I, like, you just, this push and pull between... Tom Cruise and the actual prince, your princess you're reviving. Is are we in land. love? Are we not in love? Yeah, it's a like, dream white state. He's he's trans, but not trans. It's annoying. Then the girl they say he's supposed to be in love with. That's also annoying because what girl. the fuck? You should not be in love with the nigga who tried to steal from you. What did you do? Was it, and you said the dick won't even that good. You be just being stupid on camera, and I don't like that. Let me just say. Um, I just I'm really I feel like what happened with. The Tom Cruise version and whatever. I did not care about Tom Cruise. Right. I didn't care about the girl he was in love with. I didn't give a fuck about the mummy. I didn't give a fuck about the best friend. I didn't give a fuck about nobody in the movie. If they all would have died, I would have been okay with it. Versus in The Mummy Returns, when I went to the theaters and I thought Evie was going to die, I was about to cry. Yeah. Because you had an attachment to that character. Yeah, I had attachment so I'm like, okay, there's also some bias because I watched The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. Shout out to you being back, able to recognize yeah. that. I'm just trying to be honest because back then, you know, I definitely saw those. So some people have never seen those. Yeah. People were, they're, I teach kids who were born in 2005. Okay. I, I teach, I well, not until about 2006, 7. Some of them 2008. Eight. They don't know shit about fucking 1999. They ain't about to watch mm. that motherfucking Brendan Fraser mummy movie. Not. They're not watching they that. They're like Brendan who? Yeah, they don't even know him. So I'm like, they may have only seen this Tom Cruise yeah. zombie and it might be their thing. But I'm like, oh, that's sad because... The You're missing out. It's superior. I'm sorry. It's really superior mm. with the... Even with the fucking action, it's superior. Yeah. It's superior. The only thing it's not superior in is the CG, but it was 1999. So that's not even fair. Yeah, but the 2017 it just gave us too much CG. It was it... CG, Tom Cruise, and oh, characters Star I didn't Cruise, give a Star fuck Cruise. about. And a, they tried to throw in a whole bunch of shit in the gumbo and it didn't taste good. Ugh, the uh, rule wasn't correct. Mm-mm. Oh, no. No me gusta. But all in all, I do think that Recunante. the... Ma'am. Um... In terms of, like, Universal Monsters, The Mummy was uh, something up there that I really fucked with outside of, you know, Vampires, Dracula, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I truly wish they went a different route because I do like that they try to take a different spin on the newer story. But I wish it was fleshed out differently. Um, Holla at me later if you want to hear about what I would like to be seen differently because I'm not about to give y'all this for free. Also, I don't even know if I'm having conversations going. Yeah, also, like I said, that when they first started the story off, the princess having that happen to her and her killing her brother because of the power, that is an actually good story. That yeah. is an actually good motivation. And that's why I was like, they didn't do enough. They, I feel like that's why I, like, while they didn't spend a lot of time on her, I feel like they maybe they should have because you spend time on fucking Tom Cruise. I'm going to fuck about him. The movie was about Tom Cruise. 
And I, and I felt like even if the movie was not even going to be centered around Tom Cruise, either or, I, before I watched this movie, I knew it was going to find a way to be about Tom Cruise. Because, I mean, I know they paid him the most. They did. But still. They had to. Ugh. Tom Cruise. I guess so, friend. I, mm. But like I said, let us know your thoughts about these movies because we fucking love these movies. I, I think it's safe to say that we both genuinely enjoy, for the most part, yes. the Mummy franchise. Um... Would you like to see this franchise continue or you want them to just, oh, never mind. Okay, never mind. She okay, wasn't okay, it, y'all. No, I have thoughts. Okay. okay. So here's the thing. The reboot is, I'm personally not interested in it. And I don't see how it's going to go further well because Tom Cruise is aging. He can't keep doing this Indiana Jones shit. Same in his mind, with, he can. Yeah, same thing with Brendan Fraser. And when they did that 2008, he was aging. He can't keep doing that Indiana Jones shit. No. I kind of want to see a mummy reboot, but not with the action adventure i want a different tone so new people yeah new people did completely different tone because you know the first one had that gothic kind of tone dark tone yeah yeah and then you pull up this one this one's an action film like blade like it's scary as shit but this is this shit is the fuck brendan fraser pulling it pulling up not as blade because blade not as goofy but we talked about how he's in between blade and fucking deadpool yeah with these fucking self-aware ass jokes and shit like okay that's fine i like that but what if we had someone who was just a regular fucking archaeologist on some shit and there's a scary fucking zombie wrecking wreaking havoc i kind of do want to see more zombie centered movies and i don't know if they're just based on a book or are they just based on an idea? What can we do? What else can we do with zombies? I mean, not zombies. Wow. But mummies. Yeah, because I'm like, I feel like, especially when they had that, um, the mummy, the tomb of the dragon emperor, it's not even the Egyptian mummy. It's like, okay, we have these other tombs, other yeah, things. Because we mummies can, exist yeah, all around the world. We can spread the story out and do some more curses. Because curses are interesting. Curses, and especially... You can't question the fucking... Yeah, you can't... It's hard to question the motivation of someone who has a curse on them. Like, thinner. Like, you, you'll do anything to stop this curse. You'll do... Like, sacrifice your fucking wife and family yep. to, you know, stop this curse. Anything to stop the curse. So, it kind of... You can kind of do a lot with those movies. Yeah, I would like to see it. a curse. So, I want to see more mummies and curses. I do. But not in this particular universe i don't need to see the brendan fraser universe i don't care about the sun if they're gonna use that same sun from what's the name unless they're gonna you know maybe pick a different character or some shit and mm-hmm. maybe because i didn't find the sun likable i didn't find alex likable in that zone that's fair but alex also wasn't that likable in he was likable because he was a kid but if he was a grown-up doing that shit he would have been annoying absolutely so Without i'm like you know i don't really know how I feel about that but like a darker you know they doing the tomb the curse is pulling up and it's a spooky practical effects zombie really rising from the tomb mm-hmm. I think I would be interested in that I would fair I would what about you um no I'm good I don't want to see <laughs> anything like, else um outside of my ideas of what they could have done differently done differently with the most recent movie but also at the same time I don't want to I think they need to put this one on the shelf for a little while and then maybe come back. I definitely agree with when they do decide to bring it back. We need to see some fresh blood. I don't want to see... I honestly want to see somebody brand new or if it's a new... If not a new person, like 
They've only done a couple flicks. You know, we've only seen the faces a few times. I don't really need to see huge, big blockbuster names um, because get, it'll make me feel like this is something newer uh, as opposed to, you know, oh, well, you're obviously just giving me a remake. And here mm -hmm. is this big ass familiar actor who's going to, you know, carry the movie on their back. But unfortunately, the whole story is going to be about them. And yeah. I'm more so interested in something else. So. Yeah, let's just not. Yeah, just don't. Let's not and say we did. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I want a completely different situation. That's what I want. And that's not too much to ask for. Yeah, if they're going to do it at all. They don't have to. They can do whatever they want. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that portion of hey, we got Evie and Rick, or we have... Give fucking, me something else. I can't even... I don't even know what the name of Tom Cruise's character is because he's fucking Tom Cruise. It's and, just Tom Cruise, did Yeah, it. it's just fucking Tom Cruise. I'm not impressed. Like, I want some... Because Tom Cruise is not the character y'all think he is. He's not the flex y'all think he is. Um, he's good at action stuff, but character-wise, um, what's his name? Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser. Had more fun... Like, he's a more fun character. Mm-hmm. And what are the characters? I want more characters. People we can follow. Yeah. I'm not following Tom Cruise. No way. Just, just no. Sorry, y'all. No. Bye. But let us know your thoughts because we want to know. Yes. So pull up on us at grltspod at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. You can also pull up on us at girl that's scary. On Instagram and Twitter, we got a website. Keep w the same w handle. Mm -hmm. www .com. So if you want to see where we're, where we're streaming, if you got like a little, you know, I don't know what all the, um, you know, I don't know how to computer. So there's a lot of random podcast sites and apps that you can use. I don't know which ones we're on. We're on, we're on a lot of different platforms. Yeah, we're on Apple, Spotify. I feel like Google Play, I think. I'm not sure. Maybe. I believe so. Yeah, but we're on some stuff, but I don't know all of them. So you can go to the website to see where. Yeah. Um, you can also pull up on our Patreon for exclusive content. www.patreon.com/backslash um, Girl That's Scary. We have episodes on like Psycho Gorman, Dead Heist, um, all types of We've got a lot of stuff. And honestly, there's an, a lot of stuff for all the tiers. So if mm -hmm. you pull in on that $2 tier because you're like, eh, I mean, you know. Maybe you want to, you know, keep it cute, keep it kind of excited. Maybe you got bucks. all you guys eight quarters right quick. I'm here to let you know that you are going to get your $2 worth, hunty. Thank you very much. There's some bonus um, episodes for um, $2 here. There's also spoiler-free reviews that we use. Uh, well, not use, but do. Like, mm -hmm. if you've seen our Instagram, we have spoiler-free reviews on Instagram. There are some exclusive spoiler-free reviews on Patreon that are not on there's some exclusive reviews that are on patreon yeah because it's exclusive and then Polls some and all types of fun shit videos yes pull up on mm. us um be our friend and you know we have a discord once you sign up to the thrice is nice and up cheetah chatter yes but you do have to link your um discord to patreon it won't automatically put you in yeah. So, yeah, if you don't have your Discord attached to the Patreon, it's going to be like, girl, you ain't got no Discord. That's yeah, what it's going to do. And you don't want that. You want to be in the party with us chit-chatting and shit. Party room. Party, party time. Well, we appreciate you. We appreciate every comment and all the feedback and the likes and the sharing and all that nice stuff. Like, we, we truly appreciate it, y'all. Yeah, we rock and with thank you for listening. Yeah. All right, Talk guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.